0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Green Dudes, the only Green Day podcast that matters. Um, You're here with myself, a.k.a. Connor Mack, along with my good old pal and Green Day brother-in-arms, Mr. Connor Kelly. Connor... How the heck are you doing?
1: I am doing a
0: okay. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine.
0: Do you um? Do you kind of uh, consider a okay and all right to be like the same thing? Are there differences? Uh,
1: I think. I think AOK is better than all right. I think AOK kind of implies like things are solid, and all right could there's a lot of all right is open to a lot of interpretation.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's all in the way you say it too, I guess. Um, it is, but yeah, AOK is more blatantly positive. But what, what what the funny thing about your response though is. That you started out with a okay, then you went to all right, and then you ended on fine. So it's <laughs> yeah, just, you got yeah. less and less confident in your yeah. response as you went on. Yeah,
1: I don't don't ask me how I'm doing because I'm like, if I don't think about it, I think I'm doing a okay. Like, yeah. you know. And then then if I have to self reflect, it's like, wait a minute, you know, yeah. It's probably yeah, yeah, they're all right, they're all right. Oh, I guess they're fine. I guess mm. they're fine. You know, it's the ruminating that uh, yeah that changes it.
0: That that does that, you know it changes everything. When I wake up, you know the day is great until I start thinking. Yes. And then I mean it's all downhill from there, really. Yeah,
1: it's you're like, hey, brand new day, full of possibility. Ah, wait a second.
0: Yeah, oh wait, all this other shit in my head. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that for a second. Um, so. Yeah, I mean it's it's true, and and you know just to to get all of that from from your response is uh i mean connor i am i'm a regular sherlock jones deducing all that from your response
1: yeah no you you really there is no hiding anything from you i mean we've we've known each other for so long connor just saying that i'm a-okay or i'm all right i'm fine it's you know you get
0: it so. see I see right through you and i uh, and
1: you're, you're probably you're probably also thinking emotion City soundtrack right now that I said a okay
0: oh yeah yeah No that 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 was one of the first thoughts that I had, yeah yeah because that that is that is a motion City soundtrack song for our listeners isn't it it And it its i mean I think it's more than a okay it's a pretty darn good song yeah um the the penultimate track on i am the movie their debut I yeah. And I mean the it's it's kind of a coincidence because we're covering the penultimate track on Green Day's debut album today.
1: Wow. That's true. This was not planned, people. It was you know, not, sometimes no. the the mystery just uh you know unfolds itself in remarkable ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's uh it's fun, you know. We we live in in a, a universe full of infinite possibility, um, and sometimes sometimes even good things happen. Uh, but before we actually get into the Green Day portion of the show, um, I I wanted to know, Connor, did you finish your your uh, audition tape?
1: My audition tape. Yeah. Uh no no
0: you didn't did you did you
1: finish yours
0: you didn't finish your audition tape for the pumpkins no you see that they were uh they're looking for a guitarist oh um that was big news i no, i
1: didn't i did not send anything in but that that's cool to know I kind of wish I kept that pumpkin I had from uh, Halloween. Could have smashed it, you know. Really, I know,
0: but you smashed sent it. message. You you smashed it um, prematurely.
1: Yeah, I have a habit of doing
0: that. You do. I mean, I I, I can say the story of your life. You know, it's yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but I mean, I you know, I I I would guess Billy Corgan is right there with you. Just look at him.
1: <laughs> i mean whatever that means you, you know? know but uh um, but yeah yeah
0: maybe so if if you were to audition for the smashing pumpkins connor which which song would you play to impress okay and this is this is to impress billy corgan it does not have to yeah. be yeah it doesn't have to be a pumpkin song just what yeah, song yeah. what song would you play to impress billy corgan
1: wow i mean that that's a really that is a great question um, I I don't know I don't know if I could play a song that would impress Billy Corgan. I don't think I have anything in my repertoire where he'd be like, "Wow, wow!" well, it's gotta be you, <laughs> mm. It's gotta be you, you know. Which is what I think he sounds like when he talks.
0: Yeah, I know that that was a that was a pretty good impression. Yeah, I mean,
1: <sighs> or maybe maybe I'd be like, you know. I'd be like, you know, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage, you know? And then I would just smash a pumpkin.
0: Okay, so so maybe what you would do is is you would kind of go a different direction because everyone else is... It would is, be performance art. Yes. It wouldn't even be a song. Everyone else is recording themselves playing guitar. They're playing "Bullet with Butterfly Wings or they're playing yeah. Today um, or something like that. Um, and you you would actually record yourself doing an impression of billy corgan himself and then smashing a pumpkin
1: yes i would on the floor yeah, yeah. i'd be like naked covered in yeah honey or something you know? okay I,
0: th- I I could see that appealing to him um, yeah well, I, mean,
1: I don't know i just think it would like, I think I, it would, it would have to be it would have to be something bizarre yeah
0: you know? yeah yeah i know i think it's a great idea i mean that would really get his attention and he'd be like you know he'd be like i like the moxie on that kid but he would say it in yeah. his in his voice
1: oh yeah here let me uh yeah. show you what it sounds thank like thank you you know i i like i like the i you know i like the moxie on that kid
0: that's uh, that's that's uh, cool you know he he that's billy Gorgon. he's right sounding there. more and more like the joker <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know
1: yeah uh, i don't know i think he's kind of been Joker Pills.
0: Oh, he has totally you know? been Joker He has
1: so he, he has. It makes sense.
0: He was Jokerified years and years ago. Before, <laughs> I think before even that was a thing, honestly. he might have been the first yeah. one.
1: Um, yeah No, no, I think so, you know. Uh
0: I I think what you do to sell that that audition tape really is is you 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 uh have your guitar in the background of the video on its guitar in the guitar stand. And um once, once you're done, once you smash the pumpkin, you're just staring into the the um, camera, and you have somebody else. It doesn't matter who who else, but but they put you know your, your guitar strap on you, and and then you just strum one power chord, and then it cuts to black. Yeah. Yes. I think that would be a real power move.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to get on it. Yeah, I don't know how much longer auditions are going to be open for, but um I don't we know. have a good plan here.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's I I will uh you know, I I, I eagerly look forward to um seeing the tape cuz obviously you'll have yeah. to run it by me before. I mean, you're you're
1: going to be you're going to be seeing me on stage. I'm not going to have to get tickets. For the Savior's tour,
0: you're just gonna be watching me. Oh, that's a that's a great point. That's a great point. We didn't even connect that they are that Green Day is touring with the Smashing Pumpkins. I thought that's
1: why I thought that's no. what we were talking no. about, this. No,
0: No, not at all. I was all. like, Oh,
1: I get it. You no.
0: know? No, I didn't even no. I hadn't even thought of that. But you're right. You're right actually. Whoever whoever um gets selected as the new guitarist in the Smashing Pumpkins will be sharing a stage with Green Day all summer long. Yeah. And it could be you. It could be. We'll got see. A lot,
1: got a lot of things. It's like I could be the new guitarist for the Smashing Pumpkins. I could be, in the very near future, winning tickets to go see Green Day's Saviors record release show. Yes. And um, again,
0: again, if any listeners are like, "Oh, my dad works for Irving Plaza." Yeah, or my or, uncle. Yeah, my uncle works for Crush Music, and you can. And, and you're like, oh, I know a, a way to get my two favorite podcast hosts into the Green Day show. And guess what, buddy? We we accept the offer, and we will give you a shout out live on the yeah. air. Yeah. In fact, we'll dedicate a whole episode to you.
1: I'll do whatever you want. Yeah.
0: We. I mean, yeah. we'll, we. We. Uh, there's not many lines that we won't cross for this. I'll just put it that I way. I mean,
1: you already you already heard what I would do to be, you know, the uh, the Smashing Pumpkins guitarist. I, and, and trust me, I want to go see Green Day more than that. So
0: yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, just drop a line. You know, we're 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 at your mercy. Um, let us have it. Anyways, Connor, um, I, you know, I think this was a decent segue into into what I call the Green Day part of the show, which is the majority of the show. You would
1: think, like, the start of the show would be the Green Day part of the show. Like, it's a Green Day podcast. yes, yeah,
0: you, would. you, you would, would, would. think.
1: You would think it's, like, all the Green Day part of the show. It's really funny to me that what you brought up on the non-Green Day part of the show, I ended up connecting to Green Day. <laughs> you didn't even fucking remember. I was like, oh, I get it. You didn't even fucking remember. That was... That was the non Green Day part of the show. Yeah, you're, nuts. you're I mean, crazy, dude. I
0: I think that there's, I I I think a truth about me is that it's kind of like the, um, what is it like the 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 degrees of what like, the Kevin Bacon thing?
1: Yeah, six degrees of separation.
0: Yeah, six degrees of separation. Like everything that I say or talk about, like, is not that far away from Green Day. It's not that separated from Green Day. Like it's only yeah, it's like one or two. Um, People away from it, it being about Green Day. Um, That's true. And you know, I I, uh, I I fully admit to that. It's totally, uh, totally okay and normal to to you know to to uh, do that. You know, um, it doesn't make me a weird person who is who has has been obsessed no. for for nearly two decades.
1: No, no, it's it's all the other shit you do that makes you a weird person
0: yeah 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 all of that other shit that uh yeah that we won't go into here no let's no, not we talk won't, about we, that won't, we won't talk about that no but um as i mentioned previously we are talking about the penultimate track and i i i'm getting a kick out of saying that word penultimate i know that's uh it's a great word isn't it's it? a it's a big vocab word for me um because I I wouldn't have been confident in using it unless I asked you with the last episode which I did and you confirmed for me that it's that it's 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 the correct usage.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's right.
0: Um this is the second to last song on Thirty Nine Smooth, um a part of the one thousand thirty nine smooth Dow Slappy Hours compilation. Um and you know i'd say uh it kind of feels like it could be a last track it's 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 got last track vibes obviously it's not the judge's daughter Mm -hmm. is is the last track on the record um which which i i do think is a is a pretty genius move but um and I, I feel like I'm a broken record now because I've been saying this about like almost every song, but um, this is this is a unique one, like especially on yeah. this record. Uh, this th- th- it's it's very different than the others. Um, it it's it's immediately set apart from the rest. Oh, from the rest, get it?
1: Oh yeah, it wasn't, hey, an, it wasn't
0: intentional, um, Connor. I'm you know, I know you you've been listening to this record a little bit um in your spare time recently. Uh but yes, coming back coming back to this song specifically, um, you know, for the first time in a while with all of your memories attached, what what are you feeling? What are you thinking?
1: You know, I have always liked this song, but I think I have Almost taken it for granted a bit or um or like not not like thought more about it and and particularly like you were kind of mentioning its place on the record um
0: it's the penultimate kind
1: of it's the penultimate track it is yes yeah second to last track uh penultimate track um yeah i I've kind of always had this um uh like thought that one of the things I didn't like about thirty nine smooth uh was that it was a less uh deliberately thought out track list than many of the other green day albums, especially you know something like Dookie going forwards. I mean, and no, no shade to Kaplunk because um, I do, I do think there's a lot of like thought and intentionality put into it. But what I'm saying is like this is a this is a recorrection, and so Rest is a really great example of showing that you know Green Day even on this first record I think really cared about the flow of their album, and i i i get what you're saying it's like yeah it it um does feel like it could be like a last song especially on like a more modern album you know you know it's it's pretty pretty normal to end with like a slower kind of song to to kind of ease it out um and then yeah of course not the last song last song on this album fucking rips um and we'll talk about that too of course but, but, really, all I mean is this kind of serves to like sucker punch you a bit. You know, it's it it kind of lulls you into that false sense of security before the judge's daughter. yeah, and it also kind of serves as a breather from the sort of like banger after banger kind of song energy they they bring to the tracks on this record because a lot of it, there, there is a lot of differentiation and and changes in dynamics and, and and stuff that you have already heard us discuss. So I'm not here to say that all these songs are the same. But if you were going to paint with a broad brushstroke, um, yeah, rest really serves as a great way to to break that up and then also springboard into that into that last song. So uh, I, I guess all that's to say is I, I really appreciate for where it is on the album and. How the song is so different from everything else here as well?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I, you know, you're spot on. It it is, it is the odd man out, and it does really feel like it. It, it yeah, lulls you into a false sense of security, and then then you're kind of uh, blasted with another two and a half minutes of uh, killer pop punk or whatever. Um, now you you did mention maybe the perceived lack of intentionality in in uh creating the track listing and i i did think about that too um you also mentioned kerplunk a little bit um i i i just want to get in your head a little bit what like Obviously, this you know the judge's daughter, and and obviously we'll talk more about the closing track when we talk about the actual closing track. But yeah, um, rest definitely serves or could serve the same function as as the forgotten or as ordinary world or something like that. Um, yeah, exactly
1: like that. Yep. Yeah, but
0: that's not what we're doing here. Um, so so I I kind of wanted to to see where you get the feeling that maybe this wasn't intentional or, or, uh, you know, what, what their thought process was, um, crafting their first record. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, it's, it, it would not be a surprise that maybe they, you know, they were young and, and, you know, green, no pun intended. Uh, and, you know, putting this together didn't, didn't maybe didn't think about, uh the the order but then there's also the other side of, of the the coin because we we discovered this this album as a compilation where this is like the middle the middle of yes. the compilation so so Very so true. you know I I've I've never really been able to discern whether or not um or I, I, I guess I just haven't thought of it much as as a as a standalone album. Um yeah, agreed. So so, like what are your thoughts on on the the track listing and maybe maybe your perceived uh notion of their intentions creating it?
1: okay i I do think this is something I'm going to want to come back around to um, and probably something that we'll continue to discuss as we get into those um EPs that are coming up, because like you said, this is all part of a compilation, and so that, that really has changed the way that I thought about 39 Smooth as a record for as long as I've been listening to it, really. Um, and I guess just to be clear, in case I wasn't, uh, my opinion has changed. So it's not that I currently think that 39 Smooth is an album with a... Uh, you know with w- without any thought put into the track listing as we've been having these discussions with each song and especially now that we're getting towards the end of the record Rest is a song that kind of slapped me in the face and made me realize like oh they really did and it was something that I had never fully considered before and so I guess to answer your question about why I thought that before um I think it's kind of a mix of this and I I said this when we started but this has always been like my biggest Green Day blind spot I feel like um and so while I'm very like familiar with these songs and and all of them feel uh you know like couched in nostalgia for me I also have been pretty clear that for every song on this record, except for going to a L'Aqua, I'm pretty sure, there's been some lines I don't know. Some more than others, but, like, um, this is... I, I, could n- I could not have said, it's like, oh, yeah, I know this record like the back of my hand. Like, I didn't. I love Green Day, but this has been a really fun experience because it kind of feels like I'm getting into the album for the first time. I think, um being a green day fan you know it's like i've i've always or or for a very long time you know it's like you sort of um sort of take the discography for granted sometimes too you know and it's like oh yeah it's you know 39 smooth it's their first record whatever but like i've never i've never like felt compelled to go back to it and like give it a close listen or or be like, oh yeah, I'm finally gonna like learn all the songs. I was just like completely content with what I knew of it and what I thought of it. Yeah, and and going through the podcast and going through our song discussions um, has been a really big uh, reason for me to to be like, wow, you know, there's a lot more going on here than I had really given this record credit for and um and so yeah like uh, some of it is just my unfamiliarity even though again I've listened to it plenty of times it's I just like never did the work you know I never sat down and did it and then uh part of it is I think the whole compilation aspect because sometimes it feels like it just washes over you but but really zeroing in on the album itself starting without the library ending with the judge's daughter i'm like oh this is like a tight fucking album like everything this is like this is actually really lean yeah for sure that's that's never been like my understanding of it before because i've never thought of it that way
0: yeah yeah um well said i i i think i'm right there with you because you know thinking about the, the the albums and again we've talked about kind of our journey and uh, discovering each one you know finding the CD in different places like um, I you know I, I do think that this record was was one of the last that we fully had and also I feel like there was never a season of our lives where it was like, Oh, we're listening to 39 smooth these days, you know, like, like where we definitely had seasons of our lives as, as kids, you know, felt like, felt like a long time where we'd be like, Oh, we'd be really into insomniac or we'd be really into warning, you know? Um, and that just didn't happen in the same way with this album. Um, and so that's what that made me think of, um, and yeah, yeah think, you're very right. Yeah, you know, I think you're right, and um, especially listening to it now and, and kind of being aware of of, uh, of what the the record proper looks like. Um, yeah, you know, I, I do think it, it's it's structured pretty well for a first record, especially because I mean, you know, it does it does ebb and flow, um, and then obviously here are really it really dips. But uh but yeah, I guess that's that's all to say that that um this is a much needed breather or um reflective moment on the record. Um n- not almost like a rest. Almost like a rest. Almost like a rest. <laughs> um, you know, there there is much you know, there, there, there's a few songs on here that are, you know, deal with self-reflection, but I'm talking about like a musical reflection, you know, where you just, where you, you actually take time to think about what you have just experienced. Um, I think that uh, this kind of serves serves that purpose. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who I think, uh, they they kind of think that it slams the brakes and, and takes the gas out of the tank. Um, and I i disagree i i have always really you know i guess i i have always loved this song i've always respected it um and i have had moments throughout my life where like i've really resonated with it um mm-hmm. but uh revisiting it today was you know it it felt it felt uh felt powerful man you know it felt it it uh felt good and uh, you know and I've been listening to a lot of um to a lot of like psych pop from from the 60s from like the late 60s mm-hmm. and uh there's a lot of you know like like melancholy with like beautiful harmonies and um I I find there is there's you know a, a good bit of similarities here um, with the the difference is just louder electric guitars. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so it kind of fit right in my my listening cue um, in a fun way.:
1: That's cool. I can see that. Yeah. You know, the other thing, uh, talking about like how this song stands out on the record, I was also kind of struck by, um, we, we have talked about how Green Day was, um, that their music had elements that, that kind of set them apart within the, uh, punk scene that, uh, that, what am I trying to say? Um... That made it so, like, they weren't fully integrated, you know, into... That that they themselves, like, kind of felt ostracized or othered. And, you know, some of that we even get as, like, lyrics on the album, like we've talked about before, and, like, Road to Acceptance. Um, But uh, I was thinking, too, like, oh, yeah, you know, Rest probably really stuck out like a sore thumb. um, Because they... They, you know, it's like they really sat down to, uh, yeah, write this much slower-paced, um, introspective, moody kind of track. And I, you know, I I really like to imagine that there would have been plenty plenty of people at the time who appreciated it for what it was and um, and and liked the uh, the song because uh, you know, of course, um, Green Day found a lot of success as well. Um, but thinking about like that, that story of themselves within like the punk community at the time, like I could really see this song being something that would have been pointed to as like, you know, what the fuck is this? Yeah. The fuck are you guys doing?
0: No. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it would have, um, maybe had made some some eyes roll in the crowd at gilman you know you know a few uh mohawks with with spiked vests would be rolling their eyes you know and be be like motioning like uh the you know the jacking off motion like get (laughs) a (laughs) load of this guy you know yes um
1: yeah no that's that's exactly what i'm and that man's name was Billy Corgan?
0: Yes, it, and it all comes <laughs> full circle. It, it comes full circle, uh, but yeah, no, you you are right, um, and th- you know, I kind of ha- had the thought that like, oh, this this is one they like have never played live or have barely ever played live, but it turns out they they did play it live uh, quite a few times back in these days. Um, I think it came in. I don't think it was all. Um, it wasn't all full versions. I think they played it a lot when like when like they had to uh fix the drums or or yeah, or tune the bass or something like that. Um so that's so that's kind of a cool thing, but uh yeah, the 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 one um the big the big uh kind of honor, the big honor that this song has is that this really is Green Day's first true ballad, I think. Yes, which which is is huge because I mean they they have a long history now of of uh, you know really doling out some pretty great ballads, some hard hitting ballads.
1: Yeah, I love that you said that because I I was also thinking that and um, it's it's funny because there's just like been so many times as we've been discussing this record. Where the things that some sections of the fan base complain about loudly to this day, you know why why is you know Green Day so political um why 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 are why is Green Day making these fucking stupid you know loser ass ballad songs? It's like you can just go back to the first album and be like. It's been there, buddy. Yeah, they've absolutely. always been doing it. so that that really was something that i I had never um, like counted rest among those tracks or thought about it as like the kind of inception point for that or 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 even just as like, you know, showing that they've always had an interest in making songs like that. I've never. I've never thought about it in that way until I was getting ready to have this conversation with you and it felt like it really clicked. I was like, "Oh, like it's always been there." And it, it just made me appreciate the song even more because it's it's just so cool to see that on their first album.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it's it's literally baked into their DNA from the start, um which I think is is really cool. And you're right, you know, there 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 are some some people who uh you know i mean obviously the things like good riddance and um uh softer songs you know um are ha- can be controversial cuz there 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 is the that section of fandom who is like but it doesn't rock you know yeah. the, but the song doesn't rock um and i yeah th- this just goes to show that like this you know billy has always been like a a true songwriter first and foremost like you know he's a punk rocker to be sure but um uh, i think at the end at the end of the day his his um his main priority is is songwriting um and and you know doing that in whatever way um the song calls for which which is you know which is great the the other thing that i kind of uh realized after my first listen having read through some comments about the song um you know uh that we'll get to later um that this does not overstay its welcome like i i i feel like when i was younger this the song felt longer like just mm-hmm. because the all, you know it's surrounded by songs that are super fast and and very short you know and and uh, you know very sugary that that it you know you can feel um, the s- slowness, but um, I was surprised at how fast it kind of went along um, so, so, I, so I think it's it was kind of a bold move, but but you know it, they, they didn't overplay their hands mm-hmm either. Um, and thematically, thematically it's, it's, um, in, in my eyes, it very well could be, um, you know, a, a teenage romance that, you know, Billy is, is longing for, yearning for just like every other song on the record. But this is, is a deeper, um, a deeper longing yearning for something or someone, um, than we've seen so far. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it does feel like maybe it's more mature, but, um, regardless, I, I do feel like it's, it's a deeper feeling that is being, um, you know, being, uh, sorted through here than, than on, on, you know, tracks like disappearing boy or at the library, you know, it's, it's kind of on, it's, it's, it's all felt on a deeper level.
1: Yeah. I, um, I think that's well said. And I I think a lot of that really does come from the, the music itself and, and the way that they chose to, um, tackle, this song, you know, structurally and, uh, and, and yeah, like with their performances. Um, because I was thinking, like, singing through the lyrics and stuff, it, it does kind of immediately jump out at you, like, yeah, this is, this is pretty similar to what, um, Billy's been singing about, but it, it do, he does do it in a different way. And, like, what really, um, what I took note of was how, how, how much more like vague and ambiguous it is on this song because he hasn't had a problem before this you know being like oh i'm feeling crazy around you right or like i just want to talk to you and i'm a fucking idiot or like he'll he'll literally just like write those words down and be like that's the lyric um but but here i was wondering i was like what am i going to talk about with like the lyrics and stuff like because it's it's just so much more uh you know well i guess i already said vague but i think i'm just thinking of like vague again you know it's it's hazy it's, it's dreamy it's you know it's like what what is it you know they are
0: dreamy you know i i do feel like they're like these lyrics um especially compared to the the other songs on the record um these are more like esoteric and or like ethereal, almost too. There we go. Those um, are the words, man. Those are the words. You got it. Yeah. Um, so, so so yeah. You know it. It does. It. It feels like a step up. You know, not not to d- to diminish anything. I'm not even saying that this is the best song of the record. I don't think it is, but um, it, it just seems like he. You know, Billy is tapping into a different dimension on this song, um, and it's cool because it's like, yeah, you're, you're kind of watching his songwriting grow in real time. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, again, it's cool that there's, there's hints or more than more than just hints, um, here on the first album. Um, and I, I did say, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's runtime is understated and they kind of play their hands wisely and it does not overstate its welcome. Um, the same thing is, you know, I think you you mentioned the arrangement, and the arrangement does does really really complement the the lyrics and the melody. Um, it it really creates an atmosphere, um, and it's it's extremely simple, like it like you know it's, it's not a complex ballad. It's, it's maybe the, the most simple song we've had so far, really just, just, yeah, it's true. Um, you know, if you are taking the, the parts, you know, uh, piece by piece, but, um, they, they like really, really work with, with what they have. The, um, the interplay between the bass and the guitar is like really, really satisfying to me. Um, and that, that goes through the entire song. um, and that's not something that I've, that I had really even noticed, but that's like the backbone of the song is, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's almost, it's almost like a call and response between, you know, Mike and Billy just, it's, it's, uh, they just take turns jumping and, and it's like really, really works, works beautifully, especially in, um, there, there's like a, uh, instrumental break a little bit that kind of builds up to the last chorus. And, um, the bass is, is so it's so great in there, and I'm like kicking myself that i that I hadn't noticed it earlier um so i i th- I think that was the the most immediate um thing that stuck out to me yeah
1: i i think it's it's normal obviously just because of the the role that it plays um and where it it sits in the mix where it's like when when you come back and listen to something more closely, it usually is the bass that stands out to you because the the guitar is always gonna you know punch you right in the face. Um, and so i I was kind of thinking that too i I really like um Billy's playing on here, but but talking about the simplicity of it, like it really is the same exact riff over and over again, yeah, um throughout the whole song. but it really does work. It's not a criticism. I think the repetition is part of what, you know, lends it that, you know, dreamlike kind of feeling to it because if you tune out even for a little bit and, and come back in, you might be like, where are we? You know, what's what's going on? Because it, it kind of just loops and loops and loops. Um, yeah. And I, so it is the base that I think has a bit more... Like forward, forward momentum really mm-hmm. in the in the song, so I I liked that too, and um, I mean we we know who we're gonna talk about next.
0: Is, is it the Mister Kiffmeister? It's the Kiffmeister, Mister Kiffmeister.
1: It is the Kiffmeister because this um, it kind of feels like. I think I think in our past couple song discussions, it's it's sort of been a little back and forth where it's like you know yeah he's he's doing okay he's he's turn he's turning in I don't know if I'd say an A OK performance but it's certainly an all right
0: performance you know it's like all this right. all- not not even close to fine yet we're not at that level yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no but I'm um, I'm mentioning that because. This was a song where his playing really stood out to me, where his drums are such an important part of making this song work as well as it does. Um, I, he, he, he shifts between parts in a way that feels so smooth and natural. It doesn't feel like a shift, but like going from the verse to the chorus, is uh just such a phenomenal moment, like the first chorus where um, he's kind of just like rolling on, you know, these uh, the deeper parts of his drum kit here, there and it's like you know, and then it, it build it builds up into that release. Um, I love that effect. and so i i I was really struck by his playing on on this song because like it it has to be so different from how he's played elsewhere on the album and he really nails it 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 does does what it needs to do and more i think
0: yeah um i we we are on the same page i was i was gonna say the same thing the uh the rolling drums leading into um you know billy chanting angels uh It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's a beautiful moment. Like, like it's, it's, it's a really, I mean, I think it stands up to any, any beautiful moment in the rest of their discography. Like, like it's, it's, it is perfect. Um, and I, I had the thought at the end of this, at, at, at the end of the, the listening session that I had with the song, after like listening to it five times in a row, like I always do. Um, I, I, I can't imagine this one with Trey, um, <laughs> and I know that he would, you know, he would play the hell out of it, and I think maybe that's the issue. Like, mm-hmm. I think he he might have uh, the desire or the instincts to to make it more bombastic, you know, and right. and really play up the drum rolls, and then. Um, you know, build up to something, uh, more epic and dynamic and that's all great. And obviously he, that's what he does best and he is killer at it. But, um, I don't, I don't think that that would benefit this song.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's like this, it, it's not really the moment for that. Right. It's, it's, it kind of is this more, um, subdued sort of nature that, Maybe makes it feel more impactful. Yeah, and yeah. to 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 maybe stretch a little bit and 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 go a bit further. But I mean, when we were talking about how this song thematic thematically feels like it's dealing with something a bit deeper, and how the music on this song um, uh, really. Really like serves to deliver that message or or, or create that feeling. I, I think it's the drums that are some of the most successful aspects of that because it, it kind of is like that rolling sort of feeling within you that that ebbs and flows and uh, builds and crescendos and and so I think to like beef it up any more than that would would be like too you you would like you could lose that sense whereas here like it 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 feels very true to like the way i imagine kind of experiencing and feeling and riding an emotion like that you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah no i think i think you're right i think uh it's not to say that that trey's performance would have um diminished the song i I just think it might have changed the song it would just be something else Um, which is, which is totally fine. But yeah, I think, uh, I think the way the Kiffmeister here, he, he does build, like you said, like builds up to a crescendo, but, um, in a way where like, it's, 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 uh, never kind of breaks that, that barrier that would like take you out of the dream, you know, like Mm -hmm. that would push you over the edge. It's still like lulling you into the feeling. Um, which is which is great, yeah. So I mean, well done. He's he killed it on this one. He has redeemed himself for now, for sure. For now,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to talk to like you know, this is no surprise, but the vocals and harmonies on this are are terrific as always. Um, especially uh, the you know, like like I said, the the angels part. Angels. Yes. Um, that <laughs> Angel. Yes. Yeah. it's it's so good. Um we we tapped into the lyrics a little bit. Um they they're simple, they're they are a little bit weird, they're esoteric, they uh they they just capture a feeling. It's not really telling a story. Um it's not really um taking you on a ride or anything it's it's just capturing kind of a like like Connor said a, a hazy feeling um, and so I think they they do their job pretty pretty well yeah and
1: it is interesting because um like what he's given what he's writing about it it feels similar to um, uh, well, I guess to a number of songs on this album, which is what you touched on in the beginning too, because on on the one hand, it's like Billy is writing about being so preoccupied with a girl that it's driving him crazy, you know that's that's really is the surface level essence of i I think what he's getting at here, you know he. Where he says it troubles his brain, you know, things like that. And so he's he's sort of looking for a a release or like he he needs he needs some kind of rest from this this internal turmoil that he finds himself constantly battling. But it it just is interesting that he can take that feeling that that he's been, writing about in a way that that really captures that you know aggression and um anxiety and total confusion of navigating adolescence elsewhere on the record and and here he's able to explore that in this much more subdued um and I, I guess, like you said, kind of in a more emotionally mature sort of way. So I, I, I also just thought it was interesting how connected this song feels. It, you know, it's not like, oh, where the fuck is this coming from? It's like, what Billy's writing about here is everywhere else on the album. But it, it's just really fascinating how well they're able to pull off doing it so differently. It, yeah. it feels like it would be so easy to stumble and be like, yeah they they fucking know how to let it rip on all these other songs and then you know they got no clue what they're doing on rest but like they just it's like a perfect transition um i'm just really impressed it's just yeah. really great
0: yeah no I, I i agree i mean that that line uh that gleam in your eye it troubles my brain is like the most billy line like one of the most yeah. billy lines on the entire record and i love it and uh it it works well um yeah, I, I uh I don't is so angel angel dancing away. Is that one of the first moments where we, we uh refer to religion?
1: I guess it is.
0: In the discography. I,
1: I didn't think about that. And, you know, obviously, I don't know, it's not it's not overt, like no, but but yes, but I but I I suppose you are right about that. So it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Um, just another thing that, I mean, I you know is 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 built upon obviously. Um, maybe it's not a literal angel, but it could be. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I always I always just took it as you know he he's referring to someone as an angel yeah know, that that's that's how he sees them
0: yeah the 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 um dreamy atmosphere of the song itself does make you think of uh something higher than that though which is kind of which is which is kind of interesting i mean kind of you know i i i, I kind of see visions of of an of an angelic being you know Maybe yeah i get that's that. just the pedestal he's placing this girl on you know uh the, at the end of the day I think, so. I think it boils down to that um Connor, is there anything else you wanted to touch on uh on on the song itself before we move on to uh some other segments um
1: you know i I don't think so. I think we covered you know, mostly what what I wanted to talk about and more, which is really cool. It's I, I really I'm just still struck by and and really charmed by how this song really can be classified as their first ballad and and how that finds itself so so neatly and and completely um I I think pretty naturally fit onto this record. Like it, it doesn't. I think the way that Green Day has always written songs, um, the way the way their sound is, you know, it it would be it would be weird if you were listening to like Black Flag or something, and then they you know you have Rest on There. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? But, um, here like this doesn't feel like a left turn to me. It's it's. Ref- it's great that it's on here, yeah. But it's never been like a question mark. It's never been like, "What is this doing here?" It's always felt very right to me, yeah. And I, I, I'm sure like more more cynical haters would be like, "Well, yeah, that's because that's because they're not punk, man. That's because they've been writing pop the whole time."
0: Um, well, I think I think they're I think those haters would be right, but um, I would say that that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that is the more accurate and and better way to put it. I'm right there with you. But, but, but all that's to say is just that, um, I, I haven't like considered rest to be that thing, you know, to be representative of, of the beginning of something that's going to be a, a greater and greater, um, like portion of, of Green Day's work especially as you know, they, they find themselves in their, uh, latter half of their career when we get to like the more modern records. And so I'm like, wow, you know, it's so cool to be thinking more about rest and how it, how it fits into that story because I just never gave it the credit.
0: Yeah. Hey, well, you know, there you go. It, it, uh, it paves the way. Thank you. Rest, uh, for all these wonderful songs we've, we, we have, um, Connor, you know what segment's next?
1: Yeah. Um. W- words I should have known.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Is that what we're gonna st- right? Yeah, that's yeah, how that dude. is what we've been doing. And
0: and you sang a little song last time.
1: Yeah. Did I? You did. Yeah, did I I? So, Do you want to yeah. sing it? Because you want so. my memory.
0: Uh, you wanna. I mean you just you I think you just replace it just the the song words I might have ate but you changed it Just
1: tell me the words I should have known the, the words, words I should have known. known Yeah All right
0: yeah. there we go we did it that was, that was good enough Um Cool The the audience loves that so just just a No just I, I know they eat it up They eat, they eat, that eat it shit up, up. <laughs> This this
1: song it for the most part like especially on the verses, uh, Billy's actually singing pretty clearly. I feel like yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I felt like I, I like knew the verses pretty well. Um, and the the thing that I really didn't know though, I guess as I should say, is the whole like hello or is this goodbye? It's how do I want to put this? It's such a minor thing, but I always thought he said, hello, this is goodbye. And it's not what he's saying. So, uh, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. But otherwise, I, you know, things are pretty straightforward on this song. The, the, the only reason I wouldn't know a line is because I just didn't remember it. Not... Due to Billy's singing, so I feel yeah. like for the most part I was solid on this one.
0: Yeah, no, I know, and there's not I, a lot of
1: words to know, anyways.
0: No, yeah, again, it's pretty simple. Um, but that that same uh, line actually is, um, I, I think I was on the same page with you, is you know where I thought that uh, it was hello, this is goodbye, but part of me, like, always kind of thought, well, it kind of sounds like hello, rest is goodbye. You know, like he kind of, th- that, yeah. that that r is is you know pretty accentuated, and so then that that just gives me a whole different way of thinking of it. Rest is goodbye, you know, like eternal rest or something um and like I kind of always knew that that was not the lyric, but I always kind of thought that that was also a cool lyric that I heard mm-hmm
1: yeah that uh that would that would be it'd be funny obviously because of the song and also a little bit of. Uh, o- almost like, uh, drawing on the cemetery album cover. Yes. Kind of deal. Exactly. So, yeah. It's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. 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 Which, which, um, I mean, actually thinking about it, we haven't really talked about the album cover much, but, um, it, it does, it, it, it does fit, especially with, you know, going to pass Lockwood's origin and, and, uh, you know, rest also being a, a term people use for, uh, for death, but. Um, who knows how much thought was put into that
1: yeah that that's true that's right we, you did uh, tell me about uh Pasolacqua as a funeral home right yeah yep exactly um
0: I don't think so it's that I don't think it's the same one that's that the image is is uh taken at but yeah still
1: yes yeah i mean yeah still it 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 does feel like it's it's something that's there, and um even even thinking about uh um 16 right it's like every night i dream the same dream of getting older and older all the time like we were talking about yeah, like the yeah. anxiety of aging and totally. i think that's kind of wrapped up in the whole fear of death you know it's absolutely. like what's what's the anxiety in aging it's like who who cares it's like well we all know where it's leading yes right? yes
0: 100 so. percent. it leads right there to the summer, to the cemetery um yeah, yeah you're absolutely right um we we have not heard this song live not many people have it has no, been played no. live but i don't think it's been played live in many years i don't even know if they have played it live with trey still with trey in the band um i'm not totally sure so if somebody wants to uh correct me um, or confirm please please reach out and do so but i don't think that it's been played in a long long time um now it's time to hear from the anti-social media
1: oh this what, is fun that's
0: what i'm going with anti-social that's media fun.
1: fun doing the uh you know our our little green day spin on the segment names yeah like right really professional you know, I know we, it's like we a, run a tight ship it's like a
0: here. real it's like a real podcast something a real podcast <laughs> do. hey can i
1: can i start actually Please. i have
0: do yeah go for i it. have a
1: couple but there's um just because we were kind, of, you know, I, I ended. You were asking like anything else I want to talk about, and I, you know, was, we we were kind of on this whole thing of rest as being a ballad. Well, on uh, one of the YouTube videos, I was listening uh, to this song to five years ago. Joseph Luna Gomez six five four six said, "Brutal Love is an actual version of Rest." Dot 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 dot. And I was like, "Hey, cool, man! Cool that uh, you know people are are out here, you know, really giving rest its dues." In in again, you know, ways that I just uh, didn't didn't feel like I was I was really keyed into. So that that comment really jumped out to me. I thought it was cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the similarities are are there for sure. Um, and the only thing is like calling it an actual version of rest as if like rest isn't good enough to be a song. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not fully yeah. formed enough to be an actual song. It's not fully yeah. realized until brutal love. Um, True. Which I disagree but with. But the
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm I, with you on that. But, uh, but yeah, the, the guitar, it does, it does feel like there's a, there is like kind of an evolution or, yeah, or like absolutely. a shared DNA to yes. DNA to, uh, Billy's playing on both songs one hundred percent yeah, okay um well, you're up next, buddy
0: okay so what i i uh, discovered you know researching this this song on the internet is um there are quite a few posts about um that well that that that, that, that they're all titled variations of this why does rest get so much hate or is rest really considered to be one of their worst? So there, there really is a, um, kind of uh popular thought that like rest is like the worst green day song or that people, people, uh, rank it as their worst, which I think can be traced back to, um, an article by alternative press that ranked all the, all green day songs and put rest blast. But, um there there's like more people that are like asking why it's hated so much than people actually hating it. Um
1: yeah, it's it's funny. It sounds like it's more of like the like the narrative that people have pushed rather than what people actually think. Right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And um, you know, there's there's quite a few um responses to posts like these that are like, you know, saying, "Well, foam exists so it can't be the worst uh which
1: i mean i i I was even i was even going to say how could rest be the worst when fuck time exists
0: yeah well there's there's that too there's that i was gonna i was gonna
1: be that little shit
0: depending on on when these posts were made it's either foam or or fuck time nightlife is also another punching bag um and okay uh Josh Antal says, "Nightlife is better both lyrically and musically." I think. Hey,
1: I mean, a uh, fair, fair take.
0: I think he's being a shit stirrer. <laughs> uh, I don't know, think he's. I,
1: but 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 if it were but if it were genuine, I would say, "Hey, yeah. that's an all right take."
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and oh, oh, and that was in response to um, somebody who made like a really genuine post about the song rest um like relating to his best friend who, who took his own life two weeks ago and like the only comment on it was nightlife is better god what the, what the uh, fuck so, so yeah that 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 was pretty uh jarring to me um we we get to youtube and 88 death guy says 12 years ago this would be an epic lullaby and i I agree with that. I think uh, we kind of talked about how it it does kind of uh, lull you into a sort of dream state or a dreamy-like feeling. And um, yeah, I I think it's It's kind of lullaby-esque.
1: Yeah, you're right. One of the comments I saved was from, uh, I think it's Ianisco underscore seven from 11 years ago. They said, this song is my lullaby when I'm stoned. Yesterday, I was stoned and I fell asleep after I had listened to it. So even oh, yeah, I was brother. like that that was I was like, oh, a, the stoner's lullaby, you know
0: it is yeah, it, it's kind of the, the stoner's lullaby. And following um, that that train of thought, I, I'm not sure if this is the same video um, as yours, but uh, but awesome Tyler 24 says, OMG, anybody else want to listen to this high? And um, somebody replies, all the time, man. Uh, Honey Bampton says, this is my go-to high song. Um, And and then Pablo Guerrero says, I was so baked to this song, I was thinking I could make a movie and use 1039 Smooth throughout. It'd be a badass 80s-looking movie, something like The Outsiders. The main character can be a reckless teen that gets involved in a lot of shit. And is getting chased and is shot at, and his loved one goes up to him on her knees on his chest crying. The sun is setting, and this song comes up, and then the ending when the guitar is ringing, the screen just goes black.
1: <laughs> wow, that was a uh, a really really in depth, um, you know, description. Yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't like prepared for a full uh screenplay in the comments there, but that that's impressive. I, I you know I really appreciate their ambition more than anything.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 really well thought out. Um and then Act Tragic responds and just says fuck. That sounds so good. Dude. I know. He knows talent I mean he's he, already got a fan. Yeah. Um Rupert Sherburn says worst song on the compilation. Uh then the first reply is, worst comment on this video.
1: Damn. Then,
0: then the reply after that is, best answer to the worst comment. <laughs> then the reply to, I, that's a good one. Then the reply to that is, best answer to the best answer to the worst comment. And uh, then Julian, Julian Potter Music's 8789 um, finishes them off with, better than the gay beaver you listen to. Uh, what better than the gay beaver you listen to is that billy i i mean i i I'm assuming, I, I don't know who else the the gay beaver would be <laughs> um, but that that is the first time i have uh heard him referred to as as that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh but hey it might not be the last so
0: no i mean i you know i i i can imagine that this guy goes and and Calls him a gay beaver on every on every YouTube video, or maybe just when uh, maybe just when um, it's a ballad, I guess. Maybe that's when he's a gay beaver. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it could be. That, that that was a good a uh, good exchange, though. Good string of comments there. So
0: yeah, and um, I've I've just got a couple left that that are uh, that that were notable to me. Um, Sonic Ryan, he's got a Sonic the Hedgehog avatar. Um, He says, this is going to be my funeral song.
1: Hey, going back to um, the whole death motif. Yes, right? very meta.
0: What do you think? Would that be a... I mean, I I think this would be a good song to be played at at my funeral. What do you think, Connor? Do you you have any Green Day songs that, that you'd like to be played at your funeral?
1: Um... You know, I I haven't I haven't thought about it. Uh maybe haha you're dead.
0: Yes. That's oh man, that's kind of the obvious one. That's that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um The Forgotten would be good. Um that I mean we can we can maybe even just do an episode where we we make our funeral playlists. Our yeah. Funeral, playlists. Yeah, um, that sounds
1: like fun. Let's yeah. do that.
0: Um Annalyn Truman says rest in peace Prince Charming and Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. RIP in <laughs> peace. Yeah, I mean uh, I don't know. Maybe that was um maybe that's part of the like the movie that they're they're creating in their mind. Maybe. Um
1: Hey, I I, I got another one here. This yeah, this is I my know. last one. Uh, I just wanted to shout it out cuz something something that we've talked about before and it's just a funny comment. Uh Green Day Janet 12 years ago said, "I love how Billy Joe's voice kind of wiggles when he sings the last parts of some words."
0: Hey, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It does happen. There there is a clear Billy wiggle in the uh, the the earlier portion of uh the Green Day discography and uh you know, I I, I think we've got to start a movement going, maybe hashtag bring back the wiggle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we need to... we'll, it'll be a hashtag gay beaver wiggle.
0: Yes, hashtag what gay do you beaver think? wiggle. I, I think so. I think so. I mean, uh, m- maybe that's what they mean by gay beaver. I mean, maybe it's not like a derogatory insult or right. Know, maybe it's just meant in a positive way. Like they like... How gay beavers are. <laughs> I don't know I'm just I'm trying to spin it. I'm trying to think of a uh, yeah, ways yeah. To I, mean you' this, just this person
1: i I really appreciate you know you you always look for the good in people,
0: absolutely. I mean, uh, you know I think uh maybe maybe we will have some more interactions with this this commenter and uh we'll we'll get to the bottom of of what they mean by that um and last but not least, this is my final comment. Um, and you know a lot of these usernames I'm not reading because I don't know how to pronounce them Um, I'm not sure uh, if they're names or or not so I'm just not trying Um, on the, the, the final comment is it just me or do I feel like I'm in love with Green Day and all I gotta say to that is it ain't just you baby it ain't just you. No,
1: no. So you didn't want to read Lilichel uh, Gevorkian 2414's name?
0: No, no. Yeah, that 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 was. Uh, I was not going to attempt it. You didn't even want to try. I was not it's, going it's to just, attempt it.
1: That's just funny because I mean, do you see the comment that I read just above that? That was uh, that was the Billy Joe voice wiggle comment there. Oh
0: no, I I cut that off. I didn't even clock it.
1: Yeah. 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 So Well, thank you for, well, for your attention. Ital- I think at that's.
0: I think that's probably. I think that's probably how you pronounce I that. Uh, I, everyone, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think it's a name? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah it's somebody's actual name.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so. All but right. I mean, if you if you have put your name to be your username on a public website then I, I just think it's okay to
0: read it you know? oh it's like, oh no I'm, I'm, chose to, I'm not afraid of 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 uh naming names i just don't want to embarrass myself by like pronouncing something oh yeah terribly yeah, wrong uh, which i already I have see. done a few times um okay connor you know what time it is
1: what's time f- to pick the favorite comment Wait, of the what's, day
0: what's the favorite comment of the day
1: my vote would actually go to the guy who said that he would make, like, an Outsiders 80s movie with 39 Smooth as the soundtrack for the film. I just think it's cool that that's where their mind went after listening to this song. Like, there, I've had uh, songs I've listened to where I, I kind of have, you know, made movie scenes in my head and been like, damn, like, this song will be so fucking good as as a you know part of the score to a film like and and you know this guy didn't just stop at the one song he's like i'm gonna take the whole fucking album make a movie out of it so
0: yeah absolutely
1: i I would choose them
0: I yeah no i i uh i i fucking hate to do this connor i think at this point every listener is like why the fuck do they agree why why do they both vote for the same person for come on come on but that that is i think that's the clear winner i mean just yeah. the amount of effort that this that this person went to um, to kind of illustrate this, this epic story um, right before our very eyes, um, I I I really uh, I really admire it. You know that, that that kid's got a lot of got a lot of creativity in there, um, and you know what's what's funny is I, I neglected to um, to name the username. But I did some digging, and Connor, that comment was, was written by a young, a, a very young Martin Scorsese.
1: Oh, my God. Mhm. You know, I'm just sad that to this day, he still hasn't made his dream movie.
0: I mean, I, I think that's what he's been building up to all these years, you know?
1: It's gonna be like his his final film that'll be yeah. and then and then they'll play rest at his funeral <laughs> <laughs> Martin Scorsese's funeral you
0: know I hope so yeah yeah I mean actually you know what what it it could it actually it could be a um like an auto biopic an autobiographical movie where where the last scene is, is his funeral and then you know rest is played during that scene then you cut to credits, and what 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 starts? The judge's daughter kicks in.
1: Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes.
0: You're like hell that'd yeah.
1: Be, that'd be a great uh, credit song right there.
0: Hell yeah, Marty. And uh, he finally did it. He finally made it, and and uh, you know it's like didn't didn't uh, Green Day just honor him in in their promo for for Saviors? What would Martin Scorsese do? What would Quentin yeah. Tarantino do. It's like he's finally getting uh, accolades from his heroes.
1: It really is all connected. It, it it really is, at all times, six degrees of green day.
0: Yeah, six degrees of green day. Absolutely. Um, I think we're on to something here. Connor, is there anything else you wanted to uh, mention about rest or any of the other uh, things we've been yapping about before we hit the, hit the hay?
1: I... I don't think so. I feel like this is a song that I could ramble more about because it kinda does fill me with this feeling of like um appreciation for it and and really you know, really kind of uh pausing to to think about how, you know, hey, they they really made an effort to differentiate their sound a bit more here and and I, I really like what you had to say about you know this this song sort of being a very early showcase that Billy Billy Joe's uh, you know his his songwriting talents and and the and the things that move him and drive him were never just as surface level as just wanting to be a punk rocker it, it kind of makes me think about on our on our previous episode, when we were talking about um, uh, the whole New Year's Eve debacle, and how it's it's funny that there's there's this really popular uh, right wing opinion that that to be punk is to simply be against the establishment, and and so you know their their punk ethos if you can even call it that, um, is only reactionary. It's not defined by themselves at all. And not to paint with too broad a brushstroke, because it's not as simple as to say, oh, all those punk rock bands from back then establishing the sound, you know, they, they just did one thing over and over again, you know. They, they were just in it for the scene or whatever. Like, I, I don't... I, there are plenty of bands that did that, but I'm not saying... That that's my takeaway of it but yeah. but to to relate it back to rest like it shows that that Billy's punk rock ethos that his uh you know direction as a songwriter and as an artist has always been bigger than just trying to fit in and and it's always been more than than you know trying to trying to fit a mold and and to chase a sound it's always, even from the very, very beginning of Green Day, it's always been about making the art and the music that they want to make, and yeah. just respect
0: the hell out of them for it. One hundred percent, you're absolutely right. This is this is an early testament to that. Um, that yeah, he uh, the you know Billy and Green Day um, will follow their muse wherever it takes them, without um, giving heed to kind of whatever um, outside influences may circling around them, whether that is, uh, you know, the, the East Bay punk scene or whether that is later on the, you know, mainstream media or, um, major r- record labels, you know, um, I, I, I think again, we, we get a glimpse from, from very early stages that that's, uh, that is is not their mo um they they will uh forge their own path and uh yeah and 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 this is kind of a masterful um showcase of that um you know a song written by the young master himself hell yeah um if you actually if once again if your dad or uncle <laughs> or, or mother. Or mother. And anyone. Anyone. Your or, aunt, you know. Or grandmother. Yeah. Or your aunt, sister,
1: sister. Your your
0: friend. Your, your enemy. Your sister in law's brother. Um, yeah. Which would be your brother in law I don't know. Um if anybody you know uh, you know, is 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 doling out tickets to that to this Green Day show, Willy Nilly, or even if you have to, you know, um you know, uh, give them a $20 bill to, uh, you know, butter them up. You know, we we will, we will reimburse you. We will reimburse you. If you can, if you can give us the hookup to, uh, to Irving Plaza um, tickets, because we, we have a duty as, as broadcasters in the green day sphere, in the green day verse um, to, to cover this, this monumental event, and um you know you would be doing a good deed you'd be uh, be doing a very good deed and would be you should be very proud of yourself um mm, and here. you know and we will certainly give you accolades and um you know uh, polish your shoes whatever it takes um you know once again we uh we are we are not above um debasing ourselves in any way yeah
1: yeah, but we, we started this episode saying how I would debase myself to be the guitarist for Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. You better fucking believe I'll do it for Green Day tickets. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, so, yeah, just hit us up. Um, and if, if you want to follow our journey, we are on social media um, on both Twitter and Instagram. We are at Green Dudes Pod. Um, we do have an email address. Dudes at gmail.com If you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, any thoughts on um, the episode, on on our our song analysis, um, any of your own thoughts, I'd love to hear what you think about rest um, or about anything else that we covered. I always love to hear um, other people's um, you know uh, opinions on on these songs and their journey with them, as uh, as as Green Day fans, new or old. Um if if you like what you hear and you're feeling uh nice and generous please go to the uh Apple Podcasts app and and leave us a nice review and and five beautiful stars um you know mention mention how we, how we sound cute you don't know what we look like but you 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 think we sound <laughs> cute um and
1: and thank you to those who have cuz we've yes. gotten some some awesome reviews which were both very appreciative of uh connor always screenshots and sends it to me to be like hey
0: yeah check it out and i'm like oh uh, my god yeah you know breaking the bit genuinely genuinely we we uh, do appreciate it um and uh yeah you know above all stay stay punk punk hell yeah